You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Hey, fam, it's Mr. You. Please enjoy this brief perspective specifically for your ears. It won't take long, but it'll definitely hit strong. We're keeping it all the way short. America's Most Wanted. So, as you probably can tell, I'm really enjoying doing these podcast shorts. They're usually done on topics that we don't normally discuss on our full-length episodes of They Call Me Mr. You. So today is no exception to that. Do we have any sports fans out there right now? Casual or fanatical sports fans out here? One of the popular and insanely lucrative organizations in the world today is in the realm of sports. The millions and billions of dollars that comes from sports is unspeakable. But we're going to speak about it. An annual program like the Super Bowl or the World Cup can gain more viewership than a weekly show that's been on television and has been drawing a loyal following for nearly 20 years. That's what I said. A program like the Super Bowl or the World Cup can get more viewership on one night than a weekly program that's been on TV for 20 years can get. That's a fact. The amount of money spent on sports, I'm talking about ticket prices for regional venues, sports packages on television, and now the influx of legalized sports gambling can probably solve most of America's debt crisis or at least put the country in the black. There are enough statistical data to show that over 100 million people watch American football and the World Cup. I said that right. That's not a typo. 100 million people. What does that mean? That amounts to one third of the population of the United States of America. They watch American football and the World Cup. Why do we love sports the way we do? What need does it satisfy? As the psychiatrist, and they'll probably surmise that the sports fan is trying to relive a childhood fantasy or bring to fruition a boyhood dream. I bet they don't like sports. Maybe it is our need for competition, they might say, to break us out of the doldrums of a mundane life. They might even say it's our need for control. Would you buy into the idea that sports creates a sense of unity among people who may not be unified otherwise? Is that a fair assessment of sports? That it creates a sense of unity among people who may not be unified otherwise? Have you seen different people groups come together for a sporting event that otherwise would never come together, would never give each other a high five or shake hands or hug each other? Is that possible that sports provides that level of camaraderie and unity? Can you view sports in a way that helps you to stay fit and healthy? Do you see sports as a means to help you do that? Can sports provide a sense of accomplishment and serve as a goal for those who may normally lack focus in life? Can sports provide that? You know, I honestly think people want sports to help give them a place to express themselves emotionally. I guess an escape from the real world, real world issues and life troubles and stuff. I mean, I've had arguments with people. I don't know how we really got there, but I've had Arguments with people. They just happen to be women most times who hate sports and don't see the point. 
Now, I'm sure it was a coincidence that they were single or what I call madly frustrated. I'm doing finger quotes when I say madly frustrated, by the way, since you can't see me. I'm sure it was a coincidence they were single or madly frustrated. It can be argued that sports has the ability to produce a sense of belonging and can connect you to a world outside of your world. Apparently, to some of these folks, it can also bring up marriages too. I'm not sure what that's about, but you can clearly see that people from other countries and cultures, you can hear the or get to hear their stories of success or comeback from struggles and hard life and poverty and get to see what happens when a team who may have nothing else in common at all come together and win and do something great that changes the economy of their hometowns, the economy of their city or state or province, sports can in some ways play a part in that. I would love to argue this, but I honestly believe sports are a microcosm of the world itself. It does a great job of reflecting what this life looks like sometimes. You don't have to be an athlete to appreciate the symbolism. You don't have to be a sports fan to appreciate the irony of this. If the idea of team spirit, unity, camaraderie, and connection are lost on you, then I totally get why you hate sports. Keep doing you, girl. I'm guessing you hate some other stuff, too. That's even more important than that, probably. I mean... On the surface, who hates team spirit and unity and camaraderie and connection? Who hates that? What's wrong with y'all? But anyway, just kidding, kind of. But no matter where you land in a discussion about whether sports is relevant, if it matters, if it's worthless, a little knowledge won't hurt you. A little knowledge won't hurt you. So I'm going to try to educate you today. Those arguments I was telling you about a little earlier are mostly met with some very weak arguments from the other side answers like because if I ask why you hate sport they say because why do you hate sports I just never cared about it it was never worth my time I'm too busy for sports why do you hate sports they're boring those are some of the weak responses I've heard from people over the years and by over the years I mean the, probably the past 30, 30 years and, and, and more they tell the other person that this person has never even tried to understand the point that's what, that, that's what that says to me. They instead chose ignorance and pitched a tent and decided to live there permanently rather than just pass through and learn something along the way. Maybe they'll enjoy a few facts about sports or not. But here are some awesome sports facts, even for the non-sports fan. Even y'all might appreciate this. Number one, Olympic gold medals are not primarily made of gold. Wow. Did you know that? A little less than 2% of an Olympic gold medal is actual gold. The rest of it, close to 98%, is actually sterling silver. Do you know that, non-sports fans? Hey, I'm just trying to help. Number two, a regulation-sized golf ball has up to 300 to 500 dimples in it. Wow. Do you like sports now? Probably not. Here's one more fact for you. In Australia, sheep counting is the actual sport. Yeah, sheep counting is the actual sport. Some folks would rather sleep than watch sports, so perhaps they can enjoy that part. But 
you may not care about any of these interesting facts. But it's really, really hard to deny that sports are big business. And they are very adept at capturing the hearts and imaginations of the world at large. From little kids to adults. They see themselves. They see, they see hope in sports. They see possibilities in sports. They see camaraderie and unity in sports. Even if you don't. There's no coincidence that sports are a big business. It's not because of gambling. It's not because of fantasy football. It's because sports represent what's inside of all of us. The desire to win. I don't think this episode is going to make you like sports, but at least it's worth a thought, right? Just think about it. Keeping it all the way short. Go sports. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.